Key point number three is this. The assurance of our own salvation is seen through our advocate, Jesus. Let's look at 1 John chapter 2. My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. Now, you might, you might be like, wait a second. Didn't he just say everybody sins? <laughs> I mean, he did, right? He says, if we, and if we say that we have no sin, we're lying, we're deceiving ourselves. So what, what exactly is John saying? What does he mean here? John is not suggesting that we can achieve some sinless perfection in our fallen state. Here's what he's saying. Sin is always a choice. Right? Sin is always a choice. It's always a choice. My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. You know, as, as Carson, my son, was growing up, I would say, I would say things like, listen, I don't, I don't want you to sin. Now, as a dad, do I know that he's going to sin? Absolutely. But what, how am I going to word that? I'm going to say, I don't want you to. I don't want you to. What am I getting at? I, as, a, as a father, I'm saying, you're going to be faced with choices. And I don't want you to sin. But you're going you're gonna to be faced with a choice. John is writing, and he says, My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not choose to sin. You're going to be faced with these things, but I don't want you to face it. And if anyone sins... I know you're going to. When that happens, we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ, the righteous. And he himself is the propitiation. There's a rich word, propitiation. He is the satisfaction. He is the satisfaction. He is satisfied. He has satisfied the payment for our sins. He is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but for also for the sins of the whole world. John knows that we are fallen men and women with a sinful nature who have been saved by grace through faith. And the apostle also knows that we have an old sin nature that makes us prone to choose sin. And he also knows that when we choose sin, it does what? It hinders our fellowship with God. Now, I want you to think of it this way. When we are adopted into the family of God, our relationship is settled. Sin no longer has an impact on your relationship. However, our fellowship with him is hindered by sin. And since Satan cannot impact your relationship do you know what he's going to do? He will busy himself with impacting your fellowship with the Lord. And he will do everything that he can to throw sin barriers in front of you to hinder that fellowship. And he doesn't want that fellowship to thrive because that fellowship is not just you and God. That fellowship, as we have already seen, that koinonia impacts the whole body. It is not just a fellowship with God. It is a fellowship with one another. And we have to make sure that we get this right. And Satan is going to do everything he can to throw barriers in the way. But thank goodness we have an advocate, Jesus. And do you know what the advocate is busy doing? He is busy tearing down barriers. Removing the barriers 
That's his job. That's one of the things that the Lord desires to do, wants to do. He wants to remove anything that's going to hinder our fellowship with the Lord. Let's continue. Verse 3. Now by this we know that we know him. If we keep his commandments. Isn't it fascinating how many times the Apostle John is using the word know. (laughs) When the very word Gnostic means to know. He's like, listen, I want you, there are things you can know. You ever heard the old preacher say, I want you to know that you know that you know that you know that you have eternal life in Jesus. Where does that come from? The Apostle John. He's the one that said it. He says it right here. Now by this, we know that we know. We can know that we know. Put, he's, it, it, this is kind of like, hey, put, put that in your pipe and smoke it, Gnostics. You know, it's like, ha, I've got you. You can know. You can know that you have eternal life. You can know that what Jesus has done. And it's going to be evident through your walk with him. It's going to be evident with your fellowship with him. He says, I know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him. Well, that's a, see, that's a direct slam against these Gnostics who are saying, we know him. You don't really know him because you don't have the special knowledge like we do. We know him. And John is saying, listen, those guys claiming to know him with this special knowledge is nonsense. The truth is not in them. But whoever keeps his word, the word of God, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. So he's, what is he doing? He is addressing this Gnosticism, false teaching that has entered the church, and he's, he's addressing it no nonsense head on. Brethren, I write no new commandment to you. I'm not, what is he saying? I'm not writing anything that you haven't heard before. It's an old commandment which you have heard from the, have had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you heard from the beginning. Again, it's, it's nothing new but a new commandment. I write to you. He's saying, I'm, I'll write it again. I'll write it again. Which thing is true in him and in you because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. He who says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness until now. He who loves his brother abides in the light and there is no cause for stumbling in him. But he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. I love these next few verses. Listen close to I want, to, I want to read it in such a way that you hear the inflection, the, 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 um, the way that he's writing here. I write to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven. They are forgiven for you for his name's sake. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. You see what he's doing? He's like, listen, I... You know, these people are putting doubt in your mind of whether you, you need this special knowledge and they're making you question your salvation. And I am writing to you to let you know, I write to you, fathers, because you have known him. You have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. 
I write to you little children because you have known the Father. I write to you fathers because you have known Him who is from the beginning. I have written to you young men because you are strong and the Word of God abides in you and you have overcome the wicked one. Our assurance is found in Christ. We have known if you If you accepted Christ as your Savior, then that, every one of those could be said of you. You are forgiven. I'm writing to you because I know that you, you placed your faith in Him and you are forgiven. You have known Him. You have overcome. Our assurance is in Christ. And it's evidenced through our walk. If someone or anyone tells you that you need something more than Jesus for salvation, run. You are saved by grace through faith. The world can't offer this to you.